everybody we are back it is taped on live favorite is podcast favorite is channel favorite is everything we are back you guys already know what to do hit the subscribe button subscribe 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 hit the like button if you like it hit the dislike button if you don't like it leave a comment if you like it leave a comment if you don't like it also follow us on twitter at the march on nfl at bd williams 18 also panda subs like i said tdl 35 percent off you know what i'm saying or you know you know, Raiders are 0-3, so you guys get you still got some time to hit the gym, you know, and get ready for even you never know. Might hit a nice little football party somewhere else, might be a Super Bowl party, something you don't never know. But you get to pandasubs.com yeah. discount code TDO for 35% off. Get swole over there, guys. So we're here to review another loss, week three, 0 and 3. Uh start for the Raiders. They lost to the Tennessee Titans. Um, definitely a Ugly game that I feel like they they should have they should have won the game by uh, at least a couple touchdowns if you know had a couple red zones go their way but they didn't um, you know football is a game of luck sometimes ball bounces off ball's hands sometimes it goes in the air sometimes it hits the ground sometimes it goes to somebody's hands you know that's that was a lot of this game uh, they just wasn't really meant for it to happen I, I thought the offense actually played pretty well I thought they played their best game of the year actually um, as a whole. Um, you know, I, I thought they came out to a good start. They got a couple stops in the second quarter, um, but then they came out and they got they went right down, got some points, and they had the ugly possession after the interception. That was ugly. That was just disgusting. And then, uh, you know, but then the, the red zone and more drops and drops to that, drops after that, so, drops and yeah, and uh, that I mean, was pretty much it. But uh, you know, I, I thought they they ran the ball pretty well, just not consistently enough. Um, you know, I, I want to talk about that a little bit. Um, I, I learned a little bit about the run game and then, uh, you know, but we're, we're featuring, we're talking about Matt Collins today. Cause you know, we're, he's not getting, he's not getting any love. He's not, he's not getting love. Right. Okay. So you're going to show, show yeah. Matt Collins tape, but I yeah. still want to talk to you about the offensive line. Okay. Cause for me, that's really my biggest, my biggest question mark about the Raiders offense right now. Like, yeah, Devontae Adams, he's going to get his targets. They're going to get it together. Come on. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like, after everything that they said and, like, their history and everything like that, come on, like, they're going to get it straight. Like, let's let's be real. It's mm-hmm. going to happen. Like, it's going to click. Um, Matt Collins, obviously, he's showing that he's a threat. Hunter Renfro, when he gets back in the mix, he's going to get his one-on-ones because you can't double everyone, and it's going to be wide open. But I, what I'm interested in seeing – like, how does the, this offensive line shake out? Like, what what are you seeing now from, you know, the offensive line tape this game that maybe Raiders fans should be comfortable or confident about this passing offense? Because if Derek Carr is, is getting, you know, under duress, under pressure all the time, like majority of quarterbacks, mm-hmm. that's going to be trouble for the passing offense. Yeah, it's – I mean, it wasn't a good day for the offensive line at all. I think the offensive line really uh, – had a rough day, um, especially with stunts, man. Stunts were ugly. Um, you know, they had at one point, I basically the, the last two drives, the Titans just ran stunts over and over and over again. And they had got pressure a lot. And, you know, um, Alex Bars had a bad day. He gave up, uh, he got four pressures I have right here. He got four pressures uh, given up. I got, and then, um, Mumford had another four, Illuminar had four, and Parham had five. So sometimes these guys would give up pressures on the same play. So, you, so yeah, so they add up. It might be different than the actual number of times that Derek Carr was under pressure. 
But I mean, they're all right. losing, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. So when, when they're when they're all losing like that, that's what you see. You see these guys kind of um, getting beat. I mean, they had that one play that was thrown out to the side that was just pure ugliness. I mean, I don't know what the hell that was happening with that throwback. That should have been a touchdown. That was a big miss right there. Um, uh, I, I thought the line was very disappointing, you know. And you know, I'm a big John Simpson fan, so. You know, I guess I mean people like to call me a car stand, but I'm really a John Simpson stand if you want to go there. And I, I really think they they would have played a lot better if if he played. I think he, I think Colt Miller plays better if he plays. I think they handle stunts. They can't stunt them every single play. Um, you know, uh, I mean, if they want to move Illuminor and play Mumford, I guess that's fine. I think Mumford was better than I thought, but I think that you know sometimes that you know he's still a rookie and he has a lot of work. He's not he's not very athletic. It's the reason why he went in the seventh round um, with his size. If he was athletic, he definitely, I don't care. He went to Ohio state with that size. Yeah. And if he had the athleticism, he doesn't fall to the seventh. Right. Uh, so right. Uh, he, you could tell he's not athletic, but I mean, I thought he, I thought he did a good job this game run blocking. I mean, he couldn't run block in the preseason, but in the, in the pros, I mean, in the actual games, he's doing a lot better. Um, yeah. So, so he was better there. Um, and I thought they, they did kind of run block a little bit better, but Colton Miller was so terrible that he blew up a lot of plays. I think Alex Barr had a, uh, some blown blocks too against the run, actually. So, um, well, actually, no, he didn't. He didn't have any, but he had a couple blocks where there's instances where he didn't he didn't like do his assignment correctly, and it's things you can't point out and say that somebody's like, you know, I you know I know the power how they how they want to do things and how they want to get off of certain blocks so it's it's it's, it's getting like oh yeah he's getting this cool block and he's pushing these guy back but then the linebacker just comes around and tackles jacobs instead of him that to attack nobody's getting to the second level and getting a linebacker i mean you don't carry a ace block five yards down the field all the time you know unless you're like you know just this is nfl I mean, linebackers too good to say college he's just go right around you he's gonna make a tackle <laughs> you know uh, yeah, someone's yeah, got to yeah. get on him and get some hands on him so that didn't happen and uh so it, it was a, a struggle with the office line the office line really struggled it, it was not good. Every third down, I felt like there was pressure third and long. So, so the Raiders going to come out with a different offensive line now again in week four? Probably. Uh, I mean, they can't let Alex Bars play again. I, was, I don't know what that was about. I don't know. Maybe Was John Simpson late? Maybe he's late to practice. He was late. I bet he's late or something. He was late. <laughs> <laughs> he was late to practice or something. He had to be late, man. They, they, they yeah. brought up Alex Bars for the practice squad and played him in a game. They're basically like saying, like when they come back, they're like practice habits. You're talking about practice habits. I know they're talking mm. about practice habits all the time. Right, mm. Justice is late or something. I it, that was a weird change. Weird it's, strange yeah. change. It, I, so not, what you're saying is it has nothing to do with strategy. It has more to do with like sending a message. I don't know. Maybe I don't. Really, I just I don't. I don't understand why they did it. So. That this is where my mind's going. That's that's my conspiracy theory. Uh, so, um, but Illuminor played better run blocking at guard, but he was he was bad uh, as a pass blocker there because I mean there's so many stunts and they couldn't communicate. None of those guys knew anything. I mean they yeah all those stunts were so. It's got to be tricky kicking inside. Yeah, kicking inside, you know. But I mean, Illuminor has played at both positions on that right mm -hmm. side, but. I mean, yeah, it, it definitely hinges upon the communication with the guy next to you. You yeah. know, it's it, funny that you said 
Munford gave up four pressures because I keep on seeing on Twitter they're saying like PFF only credited him one and that was like the sack that he gave up or something like that. I guess I mean. <laughs> so, yeah, like take it with a grain of salt, okay? Because the guy who did that is probably the first time that he's watched the Raiders this year, okay? Yeah. And he had to do like five other games and he's like, uh, you know, off, off of two rock stars and, you know, three cups of coffee, all right? All right, and he's just like getting. He's like, I right, screw this. Let's just get through this game. Let's just get through this game. Marcus, okay, like he watches every single snap of the Raiders over and over and over again. Go off, Marcus, on this one, okay? Munford gave up more than what they're saying. All right, yeah. okay. and, and I don't know if PFF because wait a second. So they only gave him one pressure, and that was a sack. That was it. I mean, that's what I'm seeing on on social media. So what about when Carr got hit when he was on a check? He got hit on a check down because it was a chip block and he didn't he didn't block him. He just kind of whiffed on the, the it was a chip block and the guy came. He just you got to you got to do a rebuttal. You got to do a rebuttal separately. I was gonna I'm gonna put that over this right here. I'm gonna show him him whiffing and him getting Carr get hit. Yeah, like, yeah. The there you go. There, you there go. it is. So I that's weird. I don't know. I don't know how they chart that. I don't know if they they only do like one pressure or a, a guy. Each one to kind of each, keep each play, you yeah. know. I mean, I'm counting all of them. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> you gave a pressure, you gave a pressure. Yeah, sure, it's one pressure, but I mean, you still lost your block and <laughs> had to avoid you and then had to avoid this guy. So, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, no, I'm with you on that 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we can't let the defense off the hook, yeah. off the hook here, right. It was a Jekyll and Hyde game again. I think we've seen this like now three games in a row from the defense. Um, in this time, the first half, they just Tennessee just ran, you know, everything that they wanted, every single everything in their playbook, all the runs, all, all the um, all the play actions that they have. Like they were just like dominant, and uh, I think it was like the second half. Every single play was a success. You know, or in the second quarter, every single play was a success. You know, except for was like one or two stops from the defense. It was it was ridiculous. So I, don't know, I guess Todd Downing, maybe he was cooking. You could say that. I think, you know, and I'll show you. It was the Raiders just giving up a, a ton of explosive plays, just over and over and over again. Like that's what you want on offense. Like that's the, the number one gift, right? Like that's what you want on offense, right? A, a 15, 20 yard play. Yeah, you know, in a drive, like, what's the chances you're going to score big time if you hit, if you hit, you know? And uh, it's, uh, I mean, this isn't even any kind of subjective charting. I counted. Um, now I'm trying to remember. I think it was eight. It was six, seven, eight. Yeah, so eight. It's increased each game. The defense has given up six again, uh, explosive plays against LA, seven against Arizona, and then now eight against te- uh, Tennessee. So it's trending in the wrong direction. I put out a, t- a post on uh, on Twitter about that. So I'm just going to highlight that. I'm just going to highlight the, you know, the defensive uh, struggles, really, mm-hmm. in the passing game here. But uh, anything else you want to talk about uh, before we get into the uh, film breakdown? Uh, I mean, uh, I'm going to show on Matt Collins today. So you give Matt Collins some love since he went for 158 and nobody cares. Uh, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I, I was mad about him getting targets, you know, but I wasn't bad this week because, like, because he played well. So I was like, you know what? Hey, I mean, if you're gonna play like that, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? So, I, lo- I love it. I love it because now Matt Collins going to have a chip on his shoulder. I mean, bro had like career coming out game, like dominant performance. He was mossing guys on the sideline. They were like, l- l- no safety. You're going to show it. Right. Yeah. The safeties were just disrespecting him. Like, Oh, screw that guy. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, he, and he was, and he was dunking on them. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, instead of the media like coming out like with a, a, a story about Mac Hollins is like past and you know, everything he's covered because that would be like great for ESPN. They're like, yeah. Devonta Adams needs to get more targets. <laughs> like what, bro? Like, come on now. Hold on. First of all, Mark has been saying that. Hold on. Yeah. I, I said that too, man. So I'm, mad, I'm mad that he, it was on ESPN and now everybody's like, Oh, now it's a media narrative. And I was, I was alone back last week. You know, everybody's mad at me because I was saying that. Like, oh, no, he, he needs to go through his reads. He needs to go through his offense. reads, yeah. Play within the offense and, you know, trying to sound smart. But now it's now it's smart to say he needs to throw to Devontae more. Now we all say it because it's smart now because we saw a guy on ESPN and Baldy say it since, you know. Yeah. With, and, you know. and with all due respect to those guys, okay, those fine gentlemen, they're extremely, they're extremely bright and talented, okay? Yeah. My grandma could have told you that, okay? It's Devontae <laughs> Adams we're talking about here, okay? <laughs> Great analysis. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, 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 how long were you working on that one, Marcus? You know, when you told us that, you know, like, come on, this is obviously right. I like people are. <laughs> that was my problem. Like seventeen times. Like, well, I mean, hey, I mean, he's open seventeen times. You literally can throw to him twenty times. Man, yeah, you literally can do that all game. So, like, it, it's it's hilarious to me because you literally can do what they do, what they did all game. Like, yeah. So you can, you just you basically have to decide. Just do you throw it to him every time, or do you want the ball to go to other people? I mean, I don't care if he goes to him every time. You guys do though, because in Hunter Renfro, then you your Hunter Renfro jersey is not the same, and you know, and you want Renfro to get where's Renfro's targets, you know? Yeah, where's Waller? Where's Renfro? Yeah, <laughs> you know. But, yeah. You know, why is he not hey. running it? Why is he not running it? There was a wide open lane. Why do you throw it to Devontae? Why do you why didn't you just run it for a first down right there? I was always going to say something, you know, but yeah, Devontae Adams <laughs> is the best option. Okay, you know, times. think about it like this. Think about it like this. Okay. You know, you're on a team with like an all time great. Okay. You're wide open and they have like three guys guarding them, right? Mm-hmm. Their shot with three guys guarding them as an all time great is still better than <laughs> you, your wide open shot okay let's be honest yeah right so yeah. Devonte adams is the best option you know he's At all uh, times right yeah. regardless I, I, I will say from a football standpoint though so i think that mcdaniels is in a in a has an issue with using a player that's at a position that he doesn't usually feature all right so he doesn't usually feature a z you think about it as got randy moss is the x right randy moss yeah and, Go inside, you can run a slot routes, you can run an option route or anything. And Randy Moss is like all the go routes, all the stuff that Matt Collins is doing. That's what Randy Moss did. So, and then you have Wes Welker. You know, Wes Welker is the slot guy who got all the targets. He got more yeah. targets than Randy Moss, right? You just think right. about that. The slot guy always gets the most targets in his offense. Um, so, so he's kind of in a situation where he has to decide what am I going to do with this? Where am, where am I taking this? Um, am I going to put him, am I going to turn him into Wes Walker? Cause that's probably what he should do. But then what happens on a Renfro? 
I mean, <laughs> you know, that's kind of what 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 he's. I think they're in a bad spot. I think their their Z has never been featured in this offense. It's never been featured in this offense. It's never been like a a thing. You guys, you guys probably can't even think of the Z's that Tom Brady even had. I don't even remember them. You know, I mean, Dante Stallworth was the one on the 07 team. So you you, you don't have that. Or Chris Hogan's, he's like Chris Hogan, right? <laughs> he's a Z. Yeah, Chris Hogan's a Z. Right. Kendrick Bourne. It was a different guy every year. A different guy every year. And that's what Adams plays. And I think McDaniels has a, a problem featuring him because, but yeah, the play goes to the X or goes to the, the inside slot. And so, but I think they have to make the decision that they want to play him in a slot, like kind of exclusively. They have to make that kind of I mean, move. I, I mean, if McDaniels, like, I think I would push back on that. I would say if McDaniels is this savant that he says he is, he can he can work in some concepts that he has not used in the past. It doesn't have to be one hundred percent what he's you know what he's done. Mm-hmm. You yeah, can't, I, he, he can't do that. I'll say I'll say McDaniels is a great play caller, but you know this offense is not really his. So I mean, he he's a great play caller of it. But it's not his, so I, you know it's gonna be hard for him to. The offense is the offense, so he's got to figure it out. He's a, he, I mean, unless you move him to X, which then, you know, maybe it doesn't limit his route tree. Um, but I mean, this this offense is built for guys inside. I mean, all the inside, all the crazy inside routes they have, it's built for inside and easy completions inside, and they got to move him in there, and you know, give him the ball that way. But anyways, we're, we're going too long on some other stuff. So, all right. Well, let's. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna jump in. I'm gonna jump okay. into defense here. What happened? What happened with the defense? We're gonna talk about the explosive pass game from the Tennessee Titans. Now, play action was a big factor in this one. We talked about it on the preview. Okay. Now we get. A run action away and an RPO slant. Okay. If you remember us talking about this exact type of play in the preseason, okay, you'll you'll know the linebacker who is away from the running back action. So the running back is going across the formation. So this linebacker who's away from that run action needs to pop out here in the RPO window and just hang back here for a half second, you know, until he confirms it is actually a run before he fills. And the point of that is to take away this RPO window. So let's watch Divine Diablo here. Okay. He dives inside and in that lane that he just opens up, the slant goes right behind him. Right, so this is something that Devon Diablos has to work on as long as he's going to be out there because they're going to keep on optioning him just like this. You know, this second level RPO. It's pretty simple. And I think a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL right now are capable of making that read and the ball control, like the ball handling, to, you know, pull it and throw it. They've been doing that for a long time now. So that's something that you know, I don't know what they're going to have to do. If Devon Diablo is not capable, then they're going to have to play a different scheme, you know, in this situation. But, you know, a DB here. 
but something's got to give. Uh, of course, Amik Robertson, he's going to get burned on this one. You know, I'd like to see him stay a little bit more square and not open up the gate. Maybe he can contest this and not just have the guy blow right by him. So that's poor technique as well by Amik Robertson in coverage. There. All right, so here's another one. Raiders are in their five-man uh, defensive line, two linebackers. So this is base personnel with a five-man front, and they're going to send all five of these defensive linemen after the quarterback, and they're going to play a fire zone coverage, three deep, one, two, three, three under, one, two, three. And what's happening here is we're going to get Yankee. Correct me if I'm wrong, Marcus. Yankee. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is Yankee for sure. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes. So we're going to get Yankee and watch Rocky scene here. You see how he's pointing? Mm -hmm. Okay. He's yelling out, hey, 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 we got a crosser. We got a Yankee. We got a, you know, whatever it is. Okay. And the adjustment that it looks like him and Abram are playing is that Abram is going to climb on top of number one and, and they're expecting Hobbs to fall off. The Hobbs mm -hmm. never falls off. Okay, and we get a huge play. And so the communication is just off there. It's not actually cover three. It's a fire zone. Mm -hmm. So it could be that Hobbs is correct. We don't play it like this in fire zone. It could be that Yassin should not be trying to pass this off. He should just be playing it man to man. So who knows? But they need to get that communication down so that they don't make this error again because it's the second time now that a big play like that, that exact play has happened. They do not have an answer for it yet, unfortunately. So that was a huge one. And now we're going to get another play action, this time under center. Okay, again, it looks like we got the big base in, five defensive linemen, two linebackers, four DBs. So this is base personnel. They have, you know, they have a big personnel grouping in there as well. I think what could be potentially happening here is it looks like it might be might turn into Yankee. And I think for just a quick second, you see, might have taken his eyes off to look at the crosser coming back. Um, either way, you know, he lets this guy get into his blind spot, which is a good job of route running here, I believe. Mm -hmm. Is this Burks? Oh, uh, no, that's not Robert Woods, bro. Is that Woody right there? Number two? Yeah. Right. yeah. Oh, it's two. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 That's what Woods. I mean, yeah. Uh, so great job route running right here. Ate him up. Right on his toes. That's tough to defend. You know, if uh, Yassin does just as a, you know, maybe you can keep him in his peripheral vision and, you know, uh, not lose him right here, right in his blind spot. Yeah. But obviously easier said than done. <laughs> High know. level. High-level route right yeah. there. I love watching Ryan Tannehill throw the ball. It's, like, so pretty, but he's just, like, he's just not good. It's hilarious. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, it just looks so good all the time. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Another thing to, to point out here, you know, look at the curl flat defender hanging underneath this Cleveland Furrow. I mean, he's getting his cardio in, I'll tell you what. I don't know if there's a really a point to even drop that guy that far. Yeah. All right. Hey. Hey. 
He's, he's, he's getting that sweat in, though. So yeah. I'm going to talk about the drop back game. Okay. Now, I said that I sh- that we shouldn't be worried about it. The Raiders proved me wrong, unfortunately. There was a couple instances. No play action. Okay. Ryan Tannehill dicing these guys up. This is the most egregious play. This is a terrible play. And if Devon Diablo is benched next week, if he if someone else gets the call up like Masterson or or Butler or you know uh, Curtis Bolton, any of these guys, if any of these guys gets a call up, it's because of this play right here. So we have one, two, three receivers to the wide side of the field. Devon Diablo, he's the Mike linebacker in a Tampa two defense. That means he's going to match. Number three to the passing strength, okay? This is with barely any time left in the second, in, in the in the uh, first half, and they're going to go and throw a big play down here and get into field goal range and kick a field goal, okay? So they just got, this, this is a free three points. Devonda Avla keeps on getting confused about which hash he needs to drop on. Remember, one, two, three receivers. This is the passing strength. He needs to be on the hash to the passing strength. For some reason, he drops to the opposite hash and just gives up this huge hole in the coverage. It makes no sense. Go watch any other defense in the NFL. These guys will always be on the hash to the passing strength. I guarantee it. Devon Diablo is confused out here. He does not know what he what he's doing. At this point, quarterbacks are perfect when targeting him. Something's got to give. Um, this is another one that technically goes uh, as a check down, so it's not into anyone's coverage here. Bad angle. We already know about this one. I, I shouted out this guy, Dontrell Hilliard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, good look, good little uh, receiving option, I would say, you know, yeah. for fantasy teams. You want a guy. <laughs> Here's a guy for your fantasy team. So that was a uh, uh, poor tackling in the open field. Let's look at it from this uh, angle here. You know, I, I want to talk about some of these linebackers, some of their struggles, I think, in coverage. Mm-hmm. When you're playing zone coverage, what's the point of playing zone coverage? So you can look at the quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Watch the eyes. Okay. Watch these guys. Where are they looking? Are they looking at the quarterback? They're looking over here. They're looking all around. Their heads are always moving. They're they're never seeing the throw because they have a hard time keeping, especially Devon Diablo has a hard time keeping his eyes where they need to be. He's always peeking around and missing things. Like here, he turns. He's not seeing the quarterback. He has a hard time getting his vision on the quarterback. He's not seeing the throw in time. He's always late. He's always a tad late because he's turning his head around. That happens every single time. Yeah. Yeah. How do you not get there? How do they even work? It's terrible. Sorry. You know, the, rea- <laughs> the reaction the reaction is uh, really poor right now. Reaction time is really poor right now. Here's another one. We are in, it looks like, um, yes. It, wait, no. No, this is dime. They're in dime. Personnel right now, it looks like. And we're going to get cover one. Roger Teamer, 
he gets the guy at the top of the screen outside leverage. This is a perfect combination design for this. Still, Roderick Teamer kind of uh, you know allows a lot of uh, separation here. Rounds it off. We got to put our foot in the ground and explode instead of rounding it off. But great design. Either way, Raiders continue to keep uh, uh, giving up. 15-plus yard plays in the passing game. I left out one explosive run from Derrick Henry that got him down on the goal line they scored from a Ryan Tannehill sneak right afterwards. I left that one out. That was the one run play that they gave up. That was an explosive play. So overall, they actually did a pretty good job um, just stopping the run. And, and honestly, it was a combination of Max Crosby just playing like a maniac. I'll probably have to throw up a video on Max Crosby soon. You know, the fans are going to love that one. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of it is um, some really clever kind of blitzes from Patrick, uh, Patrick Graham. Sending DBs off the edge was really effective in stopping the run game uh, from, the, from the Titans. Uh, they did it with everyone. They did it with Yassine. They did it with Abram. You know, they did it with the Nichols that, was, that were in the game. So uh, they, they did a good job overall stopping the run. There was one explosive run, and then on the, I think it was like the second play of the game, they had an explosive screen play. So I left that one out because that was the only one that they got him with. Yeah, I mean, I mean the linebacker play is real concerning. You know, that's real concerning stuff. I mean, they, you're not, they're not getting real good linebacker play in the zone. I mean, that's where they're getting attacked. They're getting attacked in the middle of the field every, every single week, and they're not attacking anywhere else. They're not attacking outside. You know, that's all the Cardinals did. All they did was yep. just throw, throw to Zach Ertz, throw to Zach Ertz, throw to Zach Ertz. And then maybe they got a couple fades, but they, all the fades didn't work all the time. You know, um, they were able to break some of those up, you know, with some good play. Even the throws to A.J. Green, they were able to break some good plays up by Rocky Sin. So, I mean, they they, they are um, – outs, outside is fine. I, I You know, I think Nate Haas is playing good too. I mean, they're not, they're not really getting killed outside, in my opinion, that much. Not as much as they, you know – it would seem like with how the defense is playing, but I mean, you got linebackers again, guard nobody, you know, Jayon Brown's supposed to be, that's you know, supposed to be his uh, forte. It's supposed to be a specialty is, uh, you know, playing the pass. So if it, you know, if we got to get Luke Masterson in there to play the pass, man, you know, maybe that helps maybe get him up and have him play on third down a little bit or something like that. I mean, he has, he always, obviously has a better understanding yeah. of his own. So, I mean, I think, uh, I think it, it might come down to, because Devon Diablo against the run, honestly, is not bad. You know he's doing he's doing a great job, honestly. Yeah. He's he, you know especially being a you know former uh, DB technically, yeah. Yeah. right? You know I think he's doing a, a fine job against the run. You're not going to find so many bad plays uh, from him there. It's overall a plus, but it's just the coverage, and it's just so disappointing because it's like wait that that makes no sense. How are you the the former DB that's better at stopping the run than cover? You know like hold on now it makes you know so. He definitely needs to settle his eyes down, and you know, right now maybe that could just be, hey, this it's a rundown. Diablo goes in, but on passing downs, yeah, let's let's try someone else. Let's try Masterson. Sure, let's do it. I, I mean, could, I mean, could they they switch it up on him and like make him more like a matchup guy or something like that? Or I mean, maybe even move him back to safety. I mean, that sounds crazy right now, but. Um, you know, I mean, if, if they have that type of depth situation, you know, maybe because I think it's it's his zone as a linebacker. He's just, he just has no idea what he's doing. So <laughs> he has no, no idea. Uh, so it, 
I mean, but he can still he's still physical and play the run. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting to see like what you maybe you could do with him if you feel like that maybe it's not working out for him at linebacker. I think still I think he still has a decent skill set that you can probably mess around with because we haven't really seen him in man coverage. I mean, we've seen him just be terrible in zone and then you know, terrible in zone, terrible in zone. And this is this is a zone heavy yeah. defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know everyone loved to say, "Oh, Patrick Graham r- runs so much man." You know, Nate Hobbs is his own corner, guys. Like, really? Like that's what he does, right? Yeah. Rocky seen that he's his own corner. Like they're doing a really good job, honestly. I mean, I showed some negative plays there, but on the overall, these these two corners on the outside, Hobbs and Yassine, they've been locking it down. Uh, they've been, I mean, they've been playing really good. So they're doing a great job. It's majority zone. Yeah, they play some man, and you know, just like the rest of the NFL, you play man in the NFL in certain situations. But yeah, I, I agree. Diablo say, hey, don't worry about the run. Play man on this tight end. That's all you have to worry about. I think he'd be fine there, right? Yeah, you'd yeah. have to hope. You would hope. You'd hope. You. Would, I don't know though, but yeah, you know, maybe blitz him more or something. I don't know. Definitely, we need to blitz him more. Yeah. If he's in there on passing downs at this point, no reason to drop him. Drop Klee. Drop Klee and rush Devon Diablo. I love it. That's better, honestly. It'll catch him off guard. It'll be like, oh, wait, you know. Hey, Klee will know his spot, man. He won't go to the opposite hash. Klee will go to the. Will, will it work? I don't know, but he'll be at the right spot. He'll be at the right spot. He'll get beat still, but. Military background. He'll be he'll be right on that hash. <laughs> you, you see you see Clee in the locker room, he's just doing push-ups. Like, oh you know, you know you're gonna lift him? What's what's going on? He's like, nah, I wasn't at the right spot at the right time. Got it. I, I, I hundred push ups, coach. Takes it upon takes it upon himself, holds himself accountable. That's Cleveland Furrow right there. Exactly, man. Exactly. I love it. He's a he's a he's a he's a coach's defensive end. Yeah. All right. Um, all right. So I, I guess I could uh, do some um, Matt Collins here. It's gonna be pretty quick. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be too much. I mean, let's 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 go. Let's five, go. Five, five catches real quick. I mean, give Matt Collins his love. I, I'm I'm glad you're doing it. No one no one is doing it. I told you to do it. I told you to do it. Yeah. He's having his breakout. He's he had this is a breakout game. I, I love this. I love this. Yeah, it really was. You know, it is it is messed up. I mean, they it's because they lost. I mean, if, if they would have won this game, we would talk about his breakout game. But since they lost, it's like nobody cares that you know Matt Collins had a 158. So it was one article like even dismissed it. Like, why are you throwing to Matt Collins? I'm like, he had 160 yards though. Like it's I mean, last week it made more sense. I'm like, why are you doing that? He didn't do anything. But this week I was like, I mean, I guess. I mean, he got 160 yards, <laughs> right? But we're going to watch more about how he's been played, okay? All right, uh, let's so, see. So, uh, here we got you got the good old 10. So, we got the the big in here, and you got the little one here from Darren Waller. And then we got what we call boot or an out route from Devontae Adams, okay? Now, Carr wants Devontae on this one. So for, for all the people who say he's not throwing Devontae and not looking at him, he doesn't want Devontae this one to watch it. Right. They're gonna be playing basically, you know, straight man to man on this one, then, right? But it's interesting, right? Because you see how how they're playing. So they got Bayard, he's playing 
wherever Waller's goes. So Waller, he's going to drive on that wherever Waller does. And then you got uh, this safety, I forgot his name, number 37. He's going to be playing over Devontae Adams at all times. So, yeah, they're playing man-to-man, right? But it's, it's it looks weird. So it looks like too high, but it really isn't, okay? And so at this point, you know, he, he's already come to the second read. I mean, he, he could have thrown Devontae, I mean, if he if he wanted to with, like, anticipation and that stuff. But it, had to, it would have been a perfect throw, right? You could just come to the easy guy up here at Hollins, who's wide open. You know, let's, let's let's go back and watch Hollins here. This one, so he, he gets good off coverage. Sells sells the go right. Then we get a good stutter here, like a little a little stutter step. He gets this guy going that way. And he's going this way, right? And it's just wide open. They didn't think he had that in him. <laughs> didn't think so. Well, they thought that was an out route or something. Beautiful. So that's, you know, so that's catch number one, you know what I mean? And it, it's just. Yeah, run it back from the beginning. Run it back from the beginning. From the beginning, okay. Yeah. So and he was just eating this guy kid alive. I, I don't I don't know who this guy is, but uh, he did not have a good day against Matt Collins. <laughs> just, just done. And this is what I'm talking about. There's nobody around Matt Collins right now. There's nobody around him. You know what I'm saying? Not a single soul. Not a soul. So, all right, here we go. This is a uh, on this one. We got Goose, right? We got a little follow in on this one. This is a, a great throw by Derek. But we're gonna break this one down. And, and and on this one, I really think Matt could have kept running on this one. All right, so they're in cover two. All right, so this is pure cover two. All right, you see, you see the linebacker drifting. All right, and what happens on this one though is that Carr, he's looking, he's looking at Adams too but, uh, again. So he's looking at Adams again because he wants Adams. But there's four guys around him. You see, he's looking at Adams. Here comes fifty-one. This guy's drop, drop <laughs> dropping back. They got this guy around him, right? And here's Bayard over the top. Okay, so there's about four guys around Devonte Adams. Okay, now this safety right here, he's driving on uh, Keelan Cole because Keelan Gold does a good job on this one because it's Goose. So if you guys heard me say talk about Goose a lot, he's supposed it's too high. He's supposed to run a post. And he does a great job of that. That's what he's supposed to do. And the reason for that is because now this safety leaves and he leaves his cover two spot and this hole is wide open. Okay, Derek Carr sees it, gets hit, and throws while he gets hit. Now. Mac Hollins, I think he's a little surprised here, to be honest. You see him, he kind of slows up. He's like, he's not expecting this ball. They're in cover two, right? But he sees it. He starts speeding up, and I think he misjudges this. He, I think he thinks it's underthrown, but it's not. And he ends up jumping here, right? But if he if he keeps running, mm. yeah, that's six, right? And I still think he could have found a way to get inside here, right? I don't know if he just, like, Ran of bounds on purpose. I don't know. I feel like he could have got inside, try to get some more yards, break some more tackles. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just feel like, I just feel like he could have. It's gonna be something. Get you back know? on those numbers, coaching point. <laughs> yeah, get back on those numbers, right? I think he tried to get past thirty-seven, but he just couldn't. But like, once you got here, now you know what I'm saying. Now you try to cut back inside. But maybe he's just not athletic enough. There's not, not a lot of twitch with him. There's not too much twitch. I'm not gonna get on, get on him for that. But let's see if in the backside is. I talk about stunts too. Is a perfect example. 
98, making a stunt and they go right around them. They can't, you know, they can't hold 93. So 93 comes right around. But that's a great throw by Carlo, right? On the money. I said, if he keeps running, man, he doesn't jump and misjudge this a little bit. Whew, that is a touchdown. So that was another one. All right, the fourth and fifteen. Now this, 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 this is uh, this is desperation. So we got double goose here, man. This is all four verts. Is what you know? That's a normal uh, call for this, but you know this is double goose here. So we got seam right, Waller seam go go. Okay, now as you guys get, are going to see, they leave this guy on an island by himself. It's him and Matt Collins. This is him and Matt Collins. They're stopping Waller. They're stopping Adams. Okay. There you go. So you got Goose. Just, just, it's just, it's just, it's just him and this guy. This is him. And Carr, he decides to take a chance with it. And just awesome job tracking this football. Now, people are like, oh, Derek Carr threw it outside. Well, Mac Collins, Mac Collins did run inside when he should have, should have ran back outside. But, I mean, he's kind of messing with the corner. He doesn't even know the ball's in the air, I don't think. Then he looks up, and he finds it. He does a great job of finding it. Uh, what a catch. catch. What a catch. Now, I mean, I mean, Derek Carr probably could have threw this to Waller. I mean, Waller does beat the double team, but, I mean, he already threw the ball. And, and I think there's some pressure, too. I mean, they're already getting beat. The guy, the guy was already eating. Give him a chance. <laughs> you know? But, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, you see the double team, right? And this There's, dude, like you see yeah. all these double teams out here. Look at this, man. And if, if I mean if Keenan Cole might have won, he might have got the ball. But I mean, Matt Collins is one on one. He's trusting Mac just to win and just get a jump ball, basically. He does a great job tracking that football. Boom. Incredible. The chances of that happening, like j- just try that in practice with no one on. <laughs> the guy just chucked it up. He did a great job tracking that football. Boom, nice, great catch. PFF probably said that's not a big-time throw. <laughs> uh, he had four this week, man, so they gave, they gave it to him, I think. He had four this week. All right, and uh, here's the uh, the dunk. <laughs> Again. He's <laughs> single. Yeah, it's, but but that's this is why it happened. Like people are like, oh, what what really happened in this game? Yeah, we could sh- show that the times that you know maybe Carr went somewhere else instead of Devonte, but it was mostly like this. So I mean, they, it, this is all goes again. Yeah. And they're all over these. You guys. do not throw over there, nowhere. Right, they're all over these guys. Nowhere. So he just throws it up, and Mac Collins mosses him. <laughs> it's pretty embarrassing, actually. Yeah, especially with the, like your little. Pose at the end. Ouch. I, I do like how Devontae tries to be double teams, though. He's, he just puts so much effort into it. Like, he just. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, I, I just like, like watching it. But uh, right here. He's, he's shocked the ball didn't come to him, too. He's like, wait, what? Devontae? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you didn't throw it to me over two guys. Are you kidding me? There's only two guys. There's only two guys on me, bro. Not three. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's looking, he's like, oh, he's expecting the ball. He's expecting the jump ball. Look at it, he's ready to jump. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Any, anyway. <laughs> All right. They're going to do that. They're going to do that. Yeah, yeah. He, he, I think Carr got, I, I will say one thing, Carr does have to trust he can beat double teams. He can, though. 
That's the thing. But that's, a, that's I mean, another conversation. Wrong. Yeah, but this this is a this is the wrong but decision. I mean, it's one on one. He's been killed this kid. Killing <laughs> he's him. Really, he's literally killed this guy. <sighs> See, Mike Collins is telling y'all he's him, and y'all don't want to believe it. Mike Collins has said, "I'm him." Just, <laughs> just, just lost the kid. Just embarrassing. <laughs> this is too small. Immediately, immediately went with the year too small. Like he, he didn't even secure the catch before he was going for that. That's filthy. Uh, That's so, filthy. So yeah, I, you know, I thought you know. You know, I mean, that's why Holland's, you know, had the big game. I mean, that's why he was getting the football. If you want to know why they're throwing to Holland's is because Holland's. There you go. Compl- I mean, left alone. I mean, even in that moment, if you think about it, like in that moment, they need 15 yards. They need a big play. They decided they're going to leave Matt Collins one-on-one. Right. For safety help. They were selling out, obviously. They were, they were selling out to stop Waller and Adams, right? And, I mean, and that's what every did. single one of those clips that you showed, there was definitely there was bracket on Waller and Adams, every single one, high low or in and out. Every yeah, one. yeah, and you know there was times where they were able to get get them the football, um, but I mean in those in that situation, because I know a lot of people are like, oh, you got to get to to Adams late, but that situation, man, I you know I don't know how you don't throw it to the guy who has no safety help at all, right? But, right. You know, it's it, it, it's going to be a thing until, you know, Adams gets some more targets, which, you know, I believe he should anyways. But, you know, they got to make a decision to to get him inside more. I think that's where he's getting open the most. Um, you know, even the clips that Orlovsky put out there, I mean, or the clips I put out there last week, I mean, I, they're all in the slot, where most of them where he's getting open. You know, um, I mean, that's where you, you'll find him open in the slot is in those areas. So, you know, uh, it, was, it was sometimes, you know, the play is designed to go to the X, I guess. I don't know. Um, you know, I feel like you, you can get him the football more if you really want to. And I feel like they're going to try to make that happen because, um, you know, even yeah. though Matt Collins, I mean, put out there, maybe he deserves more targets and maybe he, he might get more attention and people trying yes. to not let him beat them over the top. Yes. So maybe they got his attention that way and that might help Adams too. So. Right. Yeah, I mean, there was a, a lot of ways that this game could have gone. A few a few different drops. We're talking about a win, and and maybe Matt Collins gets his flowers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. TDL, we delivered though. We're giving him his flowers. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, we bang with Matt Collins. So, uh, dominant performance. You can't t- you can't look at that tape and, and be like, you know, this guy didn't deserve those targets. Right, so you did a great you you did a great job explaining that silver lining. I, I know people don't like the silver linings and a loss thing, but it, you know at least yeah, we come out of this with Matt Collins. He he can be a game changer. Yeah, I mean at least he can be a deep threat. At least you know what I mean he can at least be that. You can see that. Um, you know, run some posts, run some go routes. You know, um, make some plays downfield. But but him opening it up. He's going to help everything to me a little bit. Just him having that game because now they got to take him serious. They have to now. I mean, you just are they going to leave him one on one in that situation again? Probably not. Right. Right. I mean, what are the Broncos going to do? Are the Broncos going to play over him too? I mean, you, I mean, I don't, I don't know. You, you don't know how it's going to work this week. I mean, what their plan is because obviously 
that kind of opened up. I mean, it might help the whole offense, to be honest, at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Totally agree. Um, anything else that we want to talk about here? We're about 15 minutes in. Yeah, uh, nothing else really, man. Um, I, I just you know, hope to have a good game plan this week. Uh, we'll see what the Broncos look like and have to watch that terrible offense this week. So that's going to be cool. Uh, but hopefully, you know, the Raiders keep them making looking like a terrible offense and hopefully the Raiders find a way to um, beat this great defense. You know? Oh, I'm actually, I'm bad. I'm watching the defense. I get to watch, you get to watch the offense. BD? I have ah. to watch the offense. Yeah. Ah, Russell you, get to, you get to watch Russell Wilson uh, struggle trying to play check down. So I was hoping you, I was hoping you change your mind about that. Uh, no, man, I, I, I get to watch the, the Broncos. They got a new coach. This, uh, the, the, yeah, they got a new coach over there, but you know who knows. I mean, they have played uh, some some weaker offenses. I know people think we're a weak offense or like we're still like top ten in points and all that stuff. So it's not that. Cool. <laughs> we we, we yeah. could have. You think about it, we could have an elite quarterback like Justin Herbert, average nineteen points a game, guys. So, uh, right, right, true. We could have an elite quarterback and um, like average nineteen I'd, points. Right. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather have. I'd rather have an elite quarterback. <laughs> Yeah. Jack. Anyways, uh, one one thing I will say, one thing I will say is Raiders uh, better hope that Denzel Perriman gets back up to health. Yeah. And maybe sign Blake Martinez off the um, what's it called? You know, because he's still a free agent. I, I know they brought him in for a visit. I'm not sure what the holdup is, but at this point, you gotta let. Diablo sit, you know, in the wings a little bit, just use him sparingly until he, you know, gets his head wrapped around this because it's it's too much for him at this point. And if, yeah. if the Raiders can just get a slight improvement in linebacker playing coverage, uh, I think this defense is going to be fine. So that's that's what I'm thinking. Denzel Perryman, Blake Martinez. I'm hoping I see we see you know those two moves have you know well not moves for Denzel Perryman but yeah Denzel Perryman getting back to health and maybe signing Blake Martinez yeah that would help that's what, that's that's uh I'm, I'm calling it right now let's see let's see if it happens so I'm willing it into existence because I, I I don't want to see this anymore this yeah. is ridiculous and, and you know hopefully they uh they they're good with the the punishment of the offensive line or whatever happened there I don't know I don't know who, who knows what happened yeah. Simpson but, uh, can just go back and yeah, I mean, because his practice habits improve. I completely agree with you on that. Yes, cool experiment, you know, but uh, yeah, pretty ugly. So. We yes, we we we've learned what bars is all about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. Yeah, okay. Uh, let's let's hope that's the end of it. All right, take us away, bro. All right, guys, uh, you guys already know what to do. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at the Mark John NFL at BD Williams 18 pandasubs.com. TDL 35% off. Pandasubs submits use TDL for 35% off, guys. Make sure you guys use that. And uh, we're out of here. Peace. Peace.